0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And Rachel, it's about that time again. About what time, Natalie? (laughs) It's time for a recap. We are heading into recap season.
1: Pew, pew, pew. Does recap
0: season ever really end, though? No, it doesn't, and that's why recap season is awesome. Um... We are about to start recapping the brand new season of Rock the Block on HGTV.
1: Highly anticipated.
0: Highly anticipated.
1: After the success of uh, last season, right? Yep.
0: Season two was a huge success, hosted by Ty Pennington, featuring teams of super successful celebrity designers and contractors. So we loved recapping the entire season of Battle on the Beach, if you didn't catch that. Please refer back to our previous episodes. Um but yeah, our our latest venture is
1: rock the block. And we love we love a competition TV yes. show. So that's why we're super excited. And HGTV builds this as an all-star renovation competition. So what's not to like?
0: I know. Let's um let's speaking of all stars, let's talk about the teams. Uh so there's four teams. And Ty, Ty is not competing, unfortunately.
1: He's like the the host, the He's master of ceremonies as well. Yes,
0: <laughs> he is. Um, so our teams are Mike Jackson and Egypt Sherrod from Married to Real Estate. Jenny and Dave Mars from Fixer to Fabulous. Keith Bynum and Evan Thomas from Bargain Block. And Lindsey Lamb and Leslie Davis from Unsellable Houses. Uh, mm-hmm. Rachel... This is taking place in well, just outside of Charleston, South Carolina.
1: It is. None of and none of these people are from the Charleston area. I think that's I think it was really interesting that they got a good geographic mix. So Mike and Egypt are from Atlanta, Jenny and Dave from Arkansas, Keith and Evan, Detroit and Lindsay and Leslie are from Washington. Yep. And the it's, state.
0: It's interesting, like yeah. Where they're from definitely is reflected in their design, I think, when when we talk more about their design. Yeah, we can definitely see that. Um, Let's, for anyone who's never seen Rock the Block, let's break down the basic premise. Um, So four teams, they each have to design a single family home and the team who puts the most value into the home at the end of the competition wins the whole ultimate prize right the the ultimate prize of having your name on a street sign apparently <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> Tight. Plus, I, I think there might be some cash at the end no maybe maybe, maybe i don't know it well, might maybe just be just bragging, like bragging rights. rights but i think so and it's four identical houses they're um it's just basically the bones of four houses that they have started to build and they're identical they're five hundred square feet each and like Natalie said, they are, you know, entrusted with the mission of designing all four in their own aesthetic on a two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollar budget.
0: And each week they go room by room. So so this week um, the designers tackled the kitchen, dining space, and pantry slash powder room. It was a
1: lot. It was Plus, a lot. I mean, <laughs> we're going to get into this. Also, they were um, supposed to start in the exterior because the exterior obviously takes a while. So,
0: yeah, it was just t- like, yeah, just to throw this in here, too. Big task, <laughs> even though you won't be judged on it. Um, Yeah. So it's worth stating that these homes uh, have an appraised value of $500,000 just with, you know, based on location, based on size. Mm-hmm. um with nothing done to them, three-story homes. And so the designers each do have that $225,000 budget to put their own spin on each house. Um,
1: I think Ty called them modern low-country style, which I didn't know was a style. (laughs) I don't know if Ty is just making up terminology now or if that's really... or if that's really an aesthetic in South Carolina. But he said that that means it's long and narrow with a standalone garage and a bonus space above it. So Ty rolls up in a really cool Mustang. As as Ty does. He's got to arrive in style, right? You can't spell style without Ty.
0: The episode begins, yeah, so with Ty rolling up in the really cool Mustang. And then uh, he explains the challenge of the week, which is the kitchen and dining room. And they can also include the powder room by the kitchen, um, and they also have to start on the exterior, like we just said. Uh, the judges this week,
1: <laughs> Rachel, I don't know if this excited you not as not nearly as much as it excited the contestants.
0: Yeah, because I, th- I feel like they were maybe a little old for us. <laughs> well, for my, I was I was like maybe a decade after them. But the guests this week are Jonathan and Jordan Knight. Uh, of the new kids on the block mm-hmm. who now have their own show called Farmhouse Fixer. Yes. And I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I I was not, I was not aware. I did. I feel like you and I might have talked about it briefly when we were discussing the deluge of HGTV shows and like what, yes. and it, it's a good callback to our conversation last week about why do certain people deserve HGTV shows and others don't.
0: Mm-hmm based on their presence in this episode i didn't get any sense that they like knew about design
1: or like, one of them died in construction either, i don't I, i'm not sure either jordan or jonathan i think might be a, like a for real contractor flipper fine fine and then it was billed as the other one just really likes real estate and i was like that's cool i really like real estate too could i be a judge
0: that's the premise of the Property brother That's like their roles on the Property Brothers. <laughs> like one is good at construction and the other one just likes real estate.
1: I think is like the other one, I a think Drew, Drew's a realtor, but Sh- I yes, I don't know. The, the, the One of the Knight Brothers just seems to be along for a, the ride this time. Which like, fine. Do, fine. Do, do what you need to do. It does, it made me question the, the choices at the end though, I will say.
0: Yeah. Um... And the prize, I should also mention, is uh, we start at $1,000. The winner wins $1,000 cash. And each week, the prize money increases uh, to more cash. So the winner of each week will be getting more cash. And that cash has to be used on the next week's design. So there's all these
1: little fun incentives thrown in. Yeah. And to top it all off, we're told right off the bat that uh, Evan of Keith and Evan from Bargain Block, Evan's stuck back in Detroit, Mm. finishing up another project. So Keith has to go this on his own for the first few days. He does. He does raw deal.
0: Well, it was interesting uh, scheduling conflict timing. He did get the help of um, his friend Shay, who appears on their show and who's also. A real estate agent, so she she has insight into what adds value to a home. So she 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 is there to lend a hand for him. Uh, do you want to get into what each team
1: decided to do with their spaces? Yeah, I think we should try. Uh, yeah, let's let's run through it quickly mm-hmm. if we can. I I mean, here's the thing: <laughs> I was having flashes we can, from we can last also summer. Start- you
0: know, we can also, like, start with questions that you have, too. Okay. Well, Ra- Rachel's question hour, because Rachel <laughs> always has a bunch of
1: questions every time. I do, but I also, you know my... But they're always valid. They're always valid. <laughs> you know my habit of getting very overwhelmed <laughs> by these shows, <laughs> and I was having flashes from last summer where we only had three teams competing Mm-hmm. And doing multiple rooms of the house. And I was like, oh, my God, there's just so much to keep up with. And now we have four teams. And they were not only, you know, designing the kitchen, but the dining area, plus the powder room, plus the exterior. There was just so much for me to keep up with. So my, my head was a bit in a scramble by the end. I do know that I had a clear winner in my head. Mm, me too. Um, like, no contest I also know that I came into this show uh, and I didn't have any sort of preconceived notions about whose designs I liked or didn't like. Like, I kind of did that last year with Battle on the Beach because I love Alice and Victoria's Mm -hmm. designs. Didn't do that this time. So, Mm -hmm. came in, clean slate, and definitely was very impressed with one particular team.
0: Me too. I definitely was like, oh, they're going to win this this challenge at the very least
1: that's what I um thought. did your presumed winners win they did did yours no Woo. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Um, (laughs) okay. So
0: first we go to Egypt and her husband, Mike's house. Um, Egypt is a real estate broker. So she knows all about adding value to a house. And she even says, I can walk into a room and tell you what is going to add value. Uh, which is great for this show. That's kind of like the perfect (laughs) skill to have. Um, the point I like Egypt. I really like her. Yeah, I do And I think I was thinking about it. I think Egypt is gonna kind of be our Allison Victoria of this season. Um, you and I love Allison. We love how she's sassy, but also like knows what she's talking about and like is good at what she does. And I get that vibe mm-hmm. with with Egypt. Like yeah. she she's like she means business when she means business.
1: She even pointed out that she's been working with HGTV for many years. So. She does not suffer from a lack of confidence at all. No, she no, she knew not that wrong. she had expertise to bring to the table, and I thought she brought it.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely did. I did too. Um, I liked her design. So she was the main focal point in her kitchen. Was this shroud slash range hood, which is just a shroud, is which I learned is like a huge covering, and it covers your range hood. Um, it's a big architectural piece that goes over your stove. And uh, so that was her, you know, the big challenge to tackle. Um, She also did what all the other teams did, which I thought was really smart, taking out the pantry, which was wedged into this little, like, corner, which I thought was so such a weird design choice that the the builders even decided to do that. Um, Maybe it was
1: intentional. I mean... To give them, like, an obstacle to work around. Because these... Oh, they and built- I guess this would be we try to get to this on, on Battle of the Beach. And this might be a question for the producers, but the all four houses were just kind of the bones. Yes. But I wonder if they were built as a part of a subdivision for the intent of filming this show. And if so, were certain, you know, obstacles or challenges kind of built into it to see what they would do with it.
0: Potentially the, the booby trap pantry was just like i mean and none of the teams fell for it because they all moved that weird corner pantry out some of them moved it out of the room some had a door to the new pantry um some just added more shelving so they all like got the memo on the weird pantry true okay um
1: maybe not
0: (laughs) so egypt and Mike, um, they added a waterfall Island. Um, they added a big slider to the outside. Um, and then for their powder room, they choose to, they chose to, uh, make it a pantry. So, which I want to ask you about this, like what, okay. What do you think adds more value to a home, a giant pantry or an extra half bath? That's like near the kitchen for entertaining because it was something that they had to have considered when thinking about the value of the home.
1: Well, yes, I think it would absolutely be a half bath. She, they said at the end, Egypt and Mike were like, Uh, oh, I, I, I hope we don't get dinged by taking out the powder room, but we'll figure that out. So I sort of assumed that in another week or, you know, whatever iteration oh. comes next, they would, figure out a place to put it and that they weren't removing it entirely
0: got it uh yeah so their their budget was sixty thousand dollars um for their kitchen Was just um, a big chunk yeah a big chunk out of the 225 um okay Keith and Evan uh they focus on for for the spaces that they've done previously they focus on high design small spaces they work with home buyers who have a tight budget so that's kind of their specialty is like working (laughs) doing a lot with not a lot of money
1: yeah i love how keith got on like facetime or whatever with evan and was giving him the the overview and evan i guess they had determined that they were going to spend 45k on the kitchen and (laughs) evan's like I don't know. That sounds like an infinite amount of money. We've got this in the bag. We spend that on an entire house all the time. So they just, (laughs) they saw no way that they were going to need all that for the kitchen. Right. Which I was like, "Mm, foreshadowing. (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: Then they decided to spend it all on marble countertops. Um, Yeah. So their estimated cost of their kitchen was 45 K. They decided to, they were one of two teams to turn the Island and then put a dining table in parallel to the island, so they they reoriented the the island. Um, they removed the weirdo pantry and they put in a big wall of cabinets for storage. Um, and like we said before, Shay, who's the realtor from Bargain Block, comes to help Keith because Evan is has a scheduling conflict. <laughs> Uh, and then there's Lindsay and Leslie who are real estate agents and they say they know who their clients are. They, they are good at thinking about what clients want. Um, they're not contractors though. So that might be their Achilles heel, which is interesting to me because this is a construction show as, I mean, it's design, but it's also construction. So, but I don't know. They have good construction crews on staff to help them behind the scenes. Um, so their, their overall design was like big Island accordion door. Um, they, perhaps their large design feature was a wall of blue cabinets, mm-hmm. uh, or, or all blue cabinets, dark, blue. um, dark blue and the service bar, of course, for coffee
1: and sweet tea, yeah. specifically which, sweet tea station, which yes, uh, sweet tea station. I don't know, whatever. <laughs>
0: uh
1: 55k budget um and then yeah i have some notes about and they like, also had an oversized kitchen island yes. which comes into play uh with the judges later big ol big ol island and then finally we
0: have dent Den- i almost said denny and jave <laughs> jenny and dave <laughs> you did it again <laughs> i always do it john wayne Gacy. john gainwasey <laughs> uh jenny and dave mars um they are known for personalizing homes they love old homes they love incorporating handmade pieces i said are we looking at chip and joanna Gaines right here Mm. (laughs) A, a little bit um i got that vibe but they also decided to turn the island put in a parallel dining table they put in a slider to the outside they wanted to put in a, quote, Mac Daddy range, like a big old mm-hmm. range for cooking. Uh, and I, they did something that I thought was smart, which you, I'll, I'm curious to hear what you think about this. They put in a double window. Like they cut a big hole outside of or on the side of the house and mm-hmm. put in a big window
1: in the kitchen. They also – didn't they flip the kitchen? Weren't they the only ones who – Some of them flipped the island, but they were the only ones who kind of flipped the entire orientation of the kitchen. They
0: did, and I think that they they moved the fridge, too. And that Um, helped with the whole extra window added light thing. Yeah, that made... They prioritized natural light, basically, which I thought was smart in a kitchen.
1: Yeah. Tell me what you thought... Like, what stood out to you in this episode? You know, Evan and... And, uh, well, it was Shay because I don't think Keith was there yet. Or, sorry, Keith Keith and Shay because I don't think Evan was there yet, went to, you know, a um, salvage yard. Yes, a salvage yard. Thank you. And expected to be the only ones there. And then, what do you know, they ran into Jenny and Dave. (laughs) What do you know? I was just like, how many salvage yards are in Somerville, Somerville, South Carolina? Yeah. And they all kind of made it seem like they were so shocked that another designer might have the same idea to do brick or to go to a salvage yard. Um, one of the things that I believe Jenny and Dave picked up was a stone face to put behind the pot filler in the kitchen. That no, was Keith. Sorry, that, that was, was Keith and Evan. I apologize. That was Keith. See, it's hard or to Actually,
0: Evan of. did not. I can't include Evan in this decision, actually. It was Keith and <laughs> Shay that made this Very interesting design choice.
1: Yeah, uh, one that made me say WTF. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, guys. (laughs) And when, you know, Evan arrived to town, he was like, oh, yeah, it's my favorite part. And I'm thinking, what are you? It was creepy. I did did not care for it. (laughs) This was a stone. They called it a mask.
0: It was like a stone cast of a face. And they put it behind the stove and the, the pot filler, the spigot. Came out of the mouth of the stone face. It was a very Game of Thrones like
1: Roman, yeah, ha- you know, ancient house Rome. of faces. I, I I was not into it, and they <laughs> were like, "Oh, <laughs> doesn't it go with the history of Charleston?" And what? I think you need to read a history book because that's not <laughs> that's not Charleston's history. So it was it was a bit of a
0: huh, um, and. But that I think that's just their vibe, though, is like really unique, yeah. eclectic pieces of design.
1: HGTV build all the couples or pairs with a certain style, and theirs was artistic and bold. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they did it. It was bold. <laughs> they did that. <laughs> just, it was bold. <laughs> just not my choice. Um, there was another head scratcher. So I loved Mike and Egypt's design, and I loved mm-hmm. that they did give extra pantry space where they took one out and I could even get over the fact that it replaced powder room if they find another spot to put a powder room in but I had a problem with it and the judges had a problem with it the fact that you have to walk almost clear across the house to get to it
0: Mm, to get to the pantry yeah
1: and she Egypt swore up and down that she's done it in many homes and clients love it and I mean I do love a storage space but Mm -hmm. how practical is it if you have to you know go into basically another room to get to your stuff
0: it is kind of nice like when you're cooking to just have the door open and be like oh I need to grab that I need to grab that instead of like (laughs) I mean come on first world problems like walking around the corner but also like (laughs) I get it I get it you're it's right. gonna make unfortunately this house is supposed to appeal to like the masses and the masses are probably gonna say huh like I don't want to walk around my pantry
1: and you could easily use that space for other storage but they put built these mm-hmm. beautiful built-in so it was just it really screams pantry like a place totally. to put your pastas and your rice and your your canned goods and things like that and I just I don't know it didn't seem very practical, but it was beautiful. Totally. Yeah. I did love the
0: exposed brick. Um, loved it. The Feature cobblestone. that they had. The cobblestone. I think um, <laughs> when Egypt got the sample of the cobblestone and she was holding it up in the kitchen with Mike and she's like, what does she say? Um Course, she's very, very angry oh she yeah <laughs> she, Egypt is not happy um she goes Mike tell me what's wrong and Mike goes I love what's... the look on his face he was like, he's like I like, don't know how it? to answer
1: this question correctly
0: <laughs> yeah he's like what's wrong with it and Egypt says everything and I was like this is so relatable like I've been <laughs> the wife who's like Husband, tell like look. Read my mind and tell me. (laughs) yeah, this is a mess. And he's like, it looks fine to me. Um, but you know what? She was totally right, and they decided to whitewash it. Um, and it looks, it looks so good. Yeah, I really, I really appreciated that design.
1: I I love exposed brick. It's one of my favorite, favorite design features. And Mm -hmm. I know that she said it was going to make them burn the midnight oil, but I think it was well worth it. It was just absolutely gorgeous. Totally. Totally. Um, um, what other huh or head scratcher <laughs> things were going on for you?
0: Um, well, yeah, I said no to the pot filler coming out of the mask's mouth. <laughs> um, I, the brick drama was kind of funny cause cause Lindsay and Leslie were like, this is our brick. They saw these huge trucks with bricks coming down the road and, Everyone's like, our bricks are here for the for the outside of their houses. Um, and e- Egypt even like takes to the brick and is like sitting on it. Uh, she climbs <laughs> on the truck and <laughs> Lindsay and Leslie are so sure that it's their brick. It's their like and then, of course, their bricks in the other truck.
1: I like the personality that we saw from Lindsay and Leslie and also Egypt and Mike. So far, the the and maybe it's just because those are the two that had, quote unquote, beef, but they they they're having fun with it, and I liked what we saw on camera. One other thing that
0: I saw that made me go, mm, not necessary, um, the marble countertop that Keith and Evan chose. They chose like real marble, and. I said that that's probably not necessary. There are plenty of alternatives um that are way more durable and that look just as chic. Mm. I mean, I feel like in this day and age you don't need to do real marble to like have a house and a kitchen look luxurious. I feel like there's plenty of really really nice quartz. homes these days, like million dollar yeah. homes these days that have a nice piece of quartz that is not going to absorb a bunch of things in the kitchen and it's going to be durable and it's, it's not going to be a headache to clean. I thought Um, that when he
1: said this will be, you know, it's expensive, but it'll be, you know, here for decades to come. It's so timeless. (laughs) And I just thought, Oh my God, I can imagine all the spaghetti sauce stains on it over the years. The spaghetti sauce. And like also, and I
0: might be confused on this fact, but these, so at the end of the show, the builders or the the development people or whatever are going to come through and they're going to replicate these designs for like each of the homes or is this going to be like a one-off, ho- like the winning home is going to be like a one-off home? Like, I'm confused. You mean but in
1: the subdivision?
0: In the subdivision, no, yeah. I
1: think this, I, I can only imagine it would be a one-off home. This
0: is a one-off like special home. Okay, yeah. fine. Fine. Because I just couldn't imagine everybody them replicating else- like marble counters and like no, that the, I don't think so I the would weird everybody stone else mask a... pot filler for like all the houses
1: <laughs> where are you gonna find all those you gotta go to Greece <laughs> Athens get all your faces um oh my god loved Lindsay and Leslie's energy not such a fan of their kitchen it was very dark um I liked aspects
0: of it, but I love I a navy blue
1: cabinet. But there, it was just there's mm-hmm. so much of it, and then yeah. yeah, they paired it with wood paneling that was dark, like a darker wood, mm-hmm. and it just I don't know. But I mean, like you talked about the the natural light and Jenny and Dave's design, and this was sort of a direct contrast. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. I feel like it might have been cool to stay in as like an Airbnb, but. Everyday living, it felt a little dark. Not my cup of tea. I do agree. Like, I I do love a dark cabinet, but you have to find
0: a way to lighten up the room if you are going to go that dark. Um, it might have worked in, like, D- Dave and Jenny's kitchen, but yeah. not in this one. And I also wasn't a fan. I, I agreed with Jordan and Jonathan. I wasn't a fan of um, Leslie and Lindsay's countertops. Yeah, either. that's what
1: I wanted to bring up. They did this oversized <laughs> island With this countertop, and uh, Jonathan and Jordan called it basic. They said the countertops looked a bit basic.
0: Like, no offense to Ikea. Ikea kitchens are gorgeous, and, like, you can definitely customize them, but it looked so Ikea. It was...
1: Yeah, I agree. It looked a little cheap. Lindsay and Leslie, not happy. They were super fans they were new kids on the block super fans and then as soon as they said that they were like get out of our house we're done it was so funny
0: it was so funny they were like i actually "Mm, i don't like being judged i don't like Like, being judged um evan and keith did I, i i love their energy like i really do they seem like just the sweetest guys um but the the design of this room looked a little disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. I have to say, between like the super ritzy marble countertop, and then they had like, um, <laughs> Mister Marble Man or Mister <laughs> Mister Stoneface, and then there was like that mirror of like wooden mirror thing. I think I thought their dining table was beautiful, the one that they built. Um, but it was yeah, all I over just the place. It was a little... Yeah, it was all over the place. Um, let's talk about Jenny and Dave's space a little bit. This is my favorite, I think, because of the natural light. Um, it. I actually wrote, it feels very Chip and Joe fixer-upper welcome home. Like, they're, Are they're they like... Aren't they being
1: billed is the next Chip and Joe?
0: I think I, there's like an article or some Reddit yeah, post. We saw it on Reddit. Like, where Did we? Work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just looked really like clean and cohesive and i i i'm i would say i am not a fan of like white cabinets but like these cabinets they were like kind of a cream and they just i don't know i just thought it looked really clean really inviting mm. um i did like that i liked how they relocated the pantry but had a pantry door that was like actually in the kitchen so you could access all your stuff if you're standing in your kitchen Uh, and then they had that fun little secret space for the kids, which like, I doubt that's ever going to get used. Um, it'll probably just become like storage. Or be the place
1: where they end up yelling at the kids to get out of.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I really did like Denny. I'm going to do this all season. (laughs) Jenny and Dave's space. (laughs) Um, and then was your favorite, if I have to guess, your favorite was Egypt and Mike's? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: 100%. I, that was my second. Jenny and Dave's was a little too rustic for me and a little mm. too white. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like a clean look, and I loved the Italian uh, range that they brought in. Mm. It was like that a color teal, blue. I don't know. It was very unique, and it was gorgeous, and they had you know, it has brass hardware and then the, the faucet and the other accents in the kitchen match. So there were elements that I really liked, but ultimately it just felt a little too farmhouse for my taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, Egypt and Mike, 100% all the way.
0: Would you take like all of it?
1: Egypt um, and Mike. Yeah. I mean, I really, again, don't think that it was very practical to build a whole pantry where they did, but I, did appreciate that they were trying to keep storage. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I might keep all of it. Maybe the cabinets, I mean, the cabinets were white, and maybe if they had painted them like a light gray or something, I would have liked it. But now I'm just picking at things. (laughs) Um, Well, should we say the winner? Yeah. The winner was Dave and Jenny. Which really surprised me. I thought Egypt and Mike might have it. They, yeah, I it was between Egypt and Mike and
0: Jenny and Dave for me. um I did think that Jenny and Dave were gonna win, um why, and it was it there was just something that felt really cohesive about it um
1: it's hard because we don't know Jordan and Jonathan Knights like like what they're looking for, whereas with battle on the beach, we knew what Mike and Mina.
0: That's true. And they're right. going to have different judges each time. So it's going to kind of be even more subjective. Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off,
0: but go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I was just going to point out Egypt's sick burn <laughs> at the end where she, <laughs> when they lose, she says, I liked sink better <laughs> to, to Jordan and Jonathan. <laughs> I was like, yes, get them. Can't stay on the heat. Get out of the kitchen. So, this was a really fun episode. I cannot wait to see how the competition unfolds. I cannot wait to continue to recap this with you, Rachel. Uh, it feels so good to be recapping another show like this. Uh, hopefully, their next design challenge is not overwhelming, but <laughs> I feel like they're going to be like, do a bedroom and
1: mm. an
0: a ensuite. I'll and get a, used to it. I've
1: just been out of the game too and long. And the banister. Like I've got to do some some strength conditioning and and, uh, watch some more (laughs) of these shows, get back into the pace of it all.
0: Next week is puppies, too. There's something with puppies. So
1: (laughs) that's something to look forward to. How can you possibly be overwhelmed?
0: (laughs) So that is it for our recap this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button so you get the episodes delivered straight to your phone so you don't miss a recap. And be sure to tune in to Rock the Block. It premieres on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern. slash pacific on hgtv or discovery plus you can catch up right there
1: in the meantime if you want to follow us on social media we'll be posting about the show and other things having to do with real estate and home design you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter our handle is at house party pod on all three we'd love to talk to you there
0: yep thanks so much catch you later
1: bye